We have quite a number of trucks connected uh, globally. And I think connectivity is also the door opener for what we're doing in automated driving. Having this opportunity to real-time have the data of a truck, knowing what is happening with the truck at any point of time, also in safety situations, to make sure that you have the right data there in other situations as well, in case of service events on the truck, so this is really exciting and cool stuff. And connectivity is a big portion of it. Just imagine, I mean, if you are able to flash over the air, if you can set parameters over the air, in the past, you would need to go to a service station or to a dealer to do all of that. And now you can suddenly do that over the air. What a difference. Welcome to The Restless Ones. I'm Jonathan Strickland. As you may know, I've spent the last 15 years covering technology and learning how it works, demystifying everything from massive parallel processing to advanced robotics and everything in between. Yet it's the conversations with some of the most forward-thinking leaders, those at the intersection of technology and business that fascinate me the most. I was very excited to speak with Lutz Beck. I have long seen the automotive industry as being a sort of lodestone for technology. Some technological advancements can go unnoticed, even as they change how we work and live. But with the automotive industry, changes can be much more obvious. They can be tactile. We understand them because we have a, a history with vehicles. That's what made me really excited to speak with Lutz. I wanted to know more about how, in the current era of the automotive industry, our vehicles have transformed. They're no longer purely mechanical inventions. They are a key component in the digital landscape. They are centered to so many of the big topics in technology. Data collection and analysis, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and, of course, connectivity. But before we jump into all of that, I really wanted to hear how Lutz's career got its start. Lutz, thank you so much for joining us on The Restless Ones. We are so pleased to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you also for the invitation. So I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about how you got started in the automotive industry. I was working for quite some time in the consulting area. And as it is, you're basically running a lot of projects and I was assigned to the automotive group. And then it was dragging me into more and more of the automotive projects in various functional areas and then moved more and more into the sales and the aftermarket area. And then Daimler at that point of time said, hey, why are you not joining us? You would be good on our side. So uh, come join us and, and be part of the company. That's fantastic. Can you describe what it is you do at Daimler? What are your responsibilities there? So I'm CIO of Daimler Trucks North America. I'm running uh, what we call one segment of uh, Daimler Truck. And Daimler Trucks North America is actually the biggest segment with the highest volume and biggest revenue and also biggest EBIT. So I have quite a, a huge responsibility and in parallel, I'm running the autonomous activities of Daimler Truck 
my team is working on that for the global market. And then, of course, certain responsibilities also in terms of what we call IT strategy and IT transformation, specifically when you're looking at everything, what we're doing now with the new technology, how to change the IT into what I would call a driver of change for the company by using technology in different ways. So I have that all a bit under my umbrella. And as North America is one of the driving markets and ahead a bit of other regions. So we are setting also the pace for other regions where they can follow and copy a lot of the topics which we are doing here into their regions as well. I find it endlessly fascinating that obviously IT has been transformational across every industry, but in the automotive industry in particular, I think for a lot of people, it can start to sound counterintuitive. They really associate vehicles with creations that are 99% mechanical, and they might think, oh, well, you might have IT on the back end for things like sales or design, R&D, that kind of thing. But we've really reached a point where our vehicles are also data collectors and data generators, and that the analysis of that data ends up being a key component in the industry itself. Can you talk a bit about how important data collection and data analysis is to Daimler's mission? It's interesting that you're mentioning that because at the end of the day, yes, everybody is looking to, let me call it a truck, as a mechanical product. We, from an IT point of view, we are looking as a truck as, as a digital asset. So for me, a truck is a digital asset in the IoT world, in the world which we are having now, which is producing, as you said, a lot of data and which is connecting with a lot of systems, a lot of different environments, ecosystems in the whole space. And what we have in plan is basically that we said with the data we are collecting, with everything what we're doing on the analytics space, we want to drive, first of all, to a data-driven organization. And at the end of the day, our ultimate target is, from an IT point of view, to build the intelligent company, which is using data as one of the key assets to drive decision-making. So what we're doing, we're collecting more and more. We're using more and more. Of course, we are filtering as well, because at the end of the day, either you cannot use data due to legal topics or you, you don't need to use the data at all. And then you need to figure out how you use the data, do the analytics on it. I want to drive the organization to a data mindset and also say, okay, how can we use data in a completely different way, not just for decision making, but also leveraging for new services, which we are offering to our customers, to our dealers, and using data as, as a key, key asset to, to generate revenue and profit at the end of the day for the company as well. It's mind-boggling to me because I just think about the amount of information a single vehicle might generate. And then you extrapolate that across an entire fleet of vehicles. As you say, one of the big challenges there ends up being determining what points of information are going to be relevant and useful to you and being able to narrow that focus in and to find the signal amongst all the noise. So your discussion of turning Daimler into this information-oriented and information-driven company really resonates with me. You also mentioned 
that you are leading efforts in the realm of autonomy and autonomous driving. Can you talk a little bit about the components that are really necessary in order to make a, a truly autonomous vehicle a reality? I do believe there is a huge, huge opportunity specifically for the trucking industry making that a reality. And it's public knowledge that we are we are working on that uh, with partners. Collaboration with Waymo on the topic as well, that we have Torque as a company here as well. So, I mean, for me, this is some kind of the future and definitely needed. There is still a way to go, but I think it's very, very exciting. And, and the way you can do things nowadays, as you just mentioned, when we are coming from this age of business intelligence at a certain point of time, and this was evolving more and more, not just from a reporting into analytics, and now it's basically driving uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, all these topics, which are helping us actually to realize this automated driving. It was a very short time span to develop all of that. And now you see even further dynamics in the evolution of the technology which are helping. So I'm really excited about that. For me, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, automotive industry is actually the place to be at the moment because there is so much of changes. There is so much of disruption, specifically on the technology space. And, and we see that there is so much energy also on the teams working on that one. I'm always happy going down there to our test track and sitting in one of the autonomous trucks and, and just let it run. When you have that on the street at a certain point, I think it was a big achievement for the industry in total if this is realized then. I have to say, Lutz, I am envious of the experience of being able to sit in one of those test vehicles because I've been covering autonomous driving technologies for a while now, but I have actually never been in one of those vehicles. I've been in vehicles that have had advanced driver assist features that start to approach. Maybe it's like a level two autonomy if we're thinking about the classic five levels of autonomous driving. How does connectivity play a part in Daimler's strategy? What does connectivity make possible? We have quite a number of trucks connected uh, globally. And I think connectivity is also the door opener for what we're doing in automated driving. Having this opportunity to real-time have the data of a truck, knowing what is happening with a truck at any point of time, also in safety situations, to make sure that you have the right data there in other situations as well, in case of service events on the truck. So this is really exciting and cool stuff, and we're running that since years now. And we have partnerships in this area as well. But from my point of view, you know, having this connection, having this data available real time, being able to do analytics, seeing also what is happening, driving decisions like uh, service events to make sure is it a service now, is it a service soon event. And of course, based on what we are gathering on data, we even try to do build more services and see how can we improve even more? Because our target is at the end of the day to have a 24 hours uptime for our customers, for our fleets, which is securing the business on their side. And connectivity is a big portion of it. Just imagine, I mean, if you are able to flash over the air, if you can set parameters over the air, 
where in the past you would need to go to a service station or to a dealer to do all of that. And now you can suddenly do that over the air. What a difference. Taking a few minutes and this is all available now. And now the combination, because we are combining that when you're looking into what we call case connectivity, automated uh, services and immobility. This is all coming together. This is the technology. This is the future. And this is the future of trucking. And of course, it's also a big learning. Still, every single day now, it's a big learning because we are gathering so much of data and you can do so much. You can do predictive maintenance. You can do other topics. And this is so much of value where we would never have thought of that we can do that. So that's the reason why I'm always saying to my team, you know, there is no limit anymore. Technology will be able to do everything. The only limit is ourselves. If we don't dream, if we don't think that we can achieve it. I love the thought, the limit does not exist. A powerful statement indeed. And I really think that that's an incredible value proposition to customers too. Being able to anticipate things before they escalate to becoming a problem, having that and giving that information to customers so that they are more efficient, they have reduced costs. I think that this expands beyond the automotive industry. When we start to think about any company that provides services, the ability to anticipate is becoming an absolute key component to business strategy, that this is part of what you get when you are buying into that company's ecosystem, the value can't be overstated. I think nobody can really go out of this anymore because at the end, you know, you, you're creating more and more, as you said, also this ecosystem. You are in part of the ecosystem. But just imagine having not just the trucks connected, having traffic lights connected, having other things connected, the way how we could optimize certain things, how we could use certain things in a complete different way. One thing we love to talk about on this show is 5G and its impact. And I'm curious, how is Daimler taking advantage of 5G technology with you know its high bandwidth and low latency abilities? How are you incorporating this technology or, or treating this technology in terms of your business strategy? First of all, we are using it, of course, and it's helping us, especially when we're talking about connectivity and automated driving. But now, just imagine, you know, if we're looking at uh, USA and if you look at the coverage of 5G, there is, of course, a lot of focus on the areas with high population density, right? Now, trucking is going across the whole country. Just imagine if I would have a full coverage of everything, what the opportunity would be. So, of course, we are using it and we're happy that we have it available. Conventional thinking says businesses can't get ready to deploy nationwide 5G today. I want the world. But T-Mobile offers the largest, fastest 5G network in America with nearly four times the 5G coverage of Verizon. Ready right now. I want it now. Getting the 5G network you need where you need it. That's unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of speed test intelligence data 5G download speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, out of curiosity, we've talked a lot about, you know, autonomous driving. Do you anticipate a future where 
things like smart infrastructure. We kind of touched on this with the smart like traffic lights, for example. But, you know, we're looking at areas such as up in Michigan where they're building out a smart roadway between, I think, Detroit and Ann Arbor. Then are you anticipating a time where we have smart infrastructure that's in potentially constant communication with autonomous vehicles or maybe a system where autonomous vehicles are in communication with one another. I think a lot of people are looking at autonomous driving and thinking of them as almost like self-contained computer systems. I'm curious if you think of it as the future is going to be more like a network and less like a bunch of independent little islands that are all autonomous. I'm a big believer in the smart cities concept. Just imagine you're driving with your car on the highway. You have the exit into the city. You give, basically, you were giving your destination. And then as soon as you drive off the highway, there is an invisible hand taking over and leading you in the shortest time to your destination because there is all this traffic information. For me, this is not that far off. I think it's possible and we will have that at a certain point and we will have smart city concepts with the transportation. I do believe with everything what we do in technology, there will be a time where we will be able to see all of that. I love that vision because I love the thought of interconnected systems that improve efficiencies in ways that are completely apparent. I think a lot of what we're seeing now with automation, artificial intelligence, machine learning, we're seeing a lot of processes being smoothed out, but it's not necessarily obvious to the average person. When you're talking about something like a system that gets people to where they need to be smoothly, that it starts to reduce or perhaps even eliminate things like traffic congestion, you see this ripple effect that has a benefit that is obvious to everyone. Having a system where it affects something that is as universal as transportation, I think that's going to be an undeniable big win for AI automation and machine learning. When I was growing up, you know, I was still carrying a map of a city. Nowadays, you have Google Maps or whatever. You have your smartphone and everything is on there. And it's even more accurate than a map, which was outdated if you had an old one or whatever. So for me, we are dealing with it every single day. We are working with it every single day. And we're just advancing basically every single day on something. So it's not more notable as big jump as it was when we had suddenly coming to the smartphones. But there will be another jump, like you said, with the automated driving and the smart city concepts and these whole connected ecosystems, there will be another big jump. And you look in the past, in a lot of ways, technology was a bit the limiting factor. And the only thing is, we need to look at how we are applying that all, how we can use that, how we can generate the value out of it. This is also a bit of a shift because... I'm not more looking into, okay, I cannot do it because I do not have the technology. Now I'm looking into it, okay, what kind of skills I need? What kind of people I need? What kind of processes I need in order to realize that with the technology which is existing? You also mentioned earlier about looking at information technology in the automotive industry in the different ways it can deliver value, including ways of 
creating new revenue streams. Can you give us a, a few use cases of revenue streams that are possible because of the evolution of IT within the automotive industry? I mean, if you look at it, right, I mean, connectivity is a good thing. I mean, there is a collection of data. There is analytics which you can build based on the data. When using data, we know all of us know now, you have to consider what is the privacy laws? What is other regulations which are coming into play here? But at the end, you know, a predictive maintenance service yeah, mm -hmm. is a service which you can offer. You can say, hey, I'm working with my customers on that. And this is giving them a value because it's giving them valuable insights for their topics. Or when you are having a data available and you're using this data for fleet services, route optimization, something like that is could be a valuable service as well. There is other ideas, of course, as well, which are built basically on the foundation of the data. And on this foundation, there is a lot of companies building another applications on top of it or apps on top of it. And that's something where we, where we need to look into because, I mean, just imagine again, I mean, the value having the truck running 24 hours without any problem, rather than having the truck for two or three hours somewhere in a service station is incredible. So you bring the downtime of the truck, actually you, you minimize. And this is something we need to look at. And there is um, enough customers out there that say, hey, this is so valuable for me. I subscribe to this kind of services. I couldn't let Lutz go without asking one more thing. Is there anything you would like to add or share about Daimler that we have not covered today? <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing I can say, right, I mean, you mentioned that before. I mean, the automotive industry is a, in a complete disruption at the moment. There is so much of things ongoing. There is so much of topics there. I can just say, you know, from my point of view, it's one of the coolest industry you can be in at the moment when you're working with technology, because there is so much of opportunities to use and to learn specifically also for when you're coming from college or whatever, right? So I do believe, you know, automotive is at the moment in a complete change also with this connectivity, with automated, with e-mobility, you know? I'm working in this industry now for a very long time, and it was always very interesting. It was always a lot of changes. There was always a lot of topics coming, but I never had this kind of exciting time in the company just due to the fact that we are actually really changing completely. And everything what we're doing on the e-mobility, everything what we're doing on automated, automated and also on the, on the connectivity space further on, right? It's just a blast where you go to the office or you go to work yeah, because it's not necessarily only in the office, it's wherever. But you go to work and you say, hey, this is something really, really cool what I'm doing here. And I want to experience more because I, I just have all the opportunities to apply everything what I what I know and I'm learning every day something new, especially this is uh, something where I'm where I'm just saying and we're happy as Daimler to continue building and innovating and inventing solutions in all the spaces we're in to look into that and being the company we always were, right? I mean, at the end of the day. We invented the automobile, and, and I think this is a heritage we need to continue. 
and, and inventing more and more things also for the future. Well, Lutz, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been a real pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you also. Thank you very much. Thanks once again to Lutz Beck for joining the show. It was eye-opening to me to look beyond the consumer perspective of how the automotive industry is undergoing digitization and getting that deeper appreciation of how data can transform not just a business like Daimler, but Daimler's customers is really exciting. I anticipate we'll see the learnings improve not just vehicles and business strategies, that will happen, but we're also going to see it improve how cities work and how traffic works. Things that we just accept are a specific way are actually going to change. And the benefits we see from those changes are going to be too many to list. Please be sure to check out our future episodes of The Restless Ones. Season three has already rocketed off to an amazing start and we aren't slowing down from here. I'll see you then. Conventional thinking says you have to pay more to get more. I want the world. But T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to deliver premium benefits for better ROI. From customized 5G solutions to 360 support, we help you reach your business goals right now. I want it now. Innovating to improve business today and tomorrow. That's unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.